love, love, lust, lust, and that soul. So, you know, I had to drag AJ to talk about this topic, which I completely understand. Um, it, it's it's Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, so I wanted, I mean, I know I don't want to be cliche, but I know that we have to talk about it a little bit. And it's not going to be long at all. Um, I just want to say this. Fuck Valentine's Day. <laughs> Is that in capitals with exclamation marks? Absolutely. A couple of exclamation marks, like a handful of them. Fuck Valentine's Day. It just sounds so like bitter. Look, look so this nice. is this is my thing. I love that. I, my thing is is that a if you're in love with someone, you should treat them great every chance you get. You shouldn't wait for a holiday. But even with yeah. that, Valentine's Day is just turned into just a a whole commercial thing where it's just so companies can make money and capitalize off the suckers who don't make their women feel special all throughout the year and just look at one day to do it. And it's just it's a farce, and I don't like it. I, you know what? I, I am completely there with you. Um, last week when we podcasted, we, I know we had like a brief discussion about this, but yeah, it's like you're working up and saving all your money and breaking the bank to celebrate one day to basically just get some pussy or get some dick or get some head. Because at the conclusion of it all, what are you really celebrating Valentine's Day for? To make somebody feel special on that one day so they like make it extra juicy or extra sloppy and wet, like really intru- like it, that's really what it comes down to. But it it it, it is the the Valentine's Day celebration or or you know, it's 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 utter bullshit and it really is just about the conglomerate making more money off of people. And it's really funny to me because I think sometimes, too, that, you know, like for the guys who don't remember birthdays and they don't remember anniversaries, you can't miss Valentine's. You can't fuck up on Valentine's because it's out there everywhere. Um, All you have to do is pick up some flowers, pick up some candy, get a card, get a bottle of wine, maybe some perfume or whatever the case may be. And you're golden, you know, especially if your girl is mad at you. Yeah, you're that's how you cash in on it. And, And it's exactly like you said, big companies know that they absolutely know that. And yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just it's sad and I hate it. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I have a special someone, I do get them something for Valentine's Day, but it's it's just an added stuff to what I already do throughout the year. It's not about just that day. It's just yeah. It's, now I'm I'm fully yeah. on board for steak and blowjob day though. I'm fully on board. I fully support that. I actually yeah, I like steak and blowjob day. I do. Um I almost want to say, like, for some, I think a friend of mine started it here, but I could be wrong because it's the only person I had ever heard talk about it before. And this was like maybe eight, nine years ago. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can completely support <laughs> Steak and Blow Job Day. I think they should call it Steak and Head Day because, you know, I want to cash in as well. Um, but I'm, I'm absolutely. No, you absolutely. don't get to cash in. That's our day. You don't get to cash yeah, in I'm on after. that. Why? Get... why? Because Valentine's Day is supposed to be for girls? Because I said so. That's why. I'm going to punch you in your left eye and leave your right eye good because I know that you still need to see and be able to take care of your son. I won't even damage the right one, just the left one. Yeah, that's it. Look, don't be a hater all your life. All I'm saying is, is let let us have our day, please. Um, 
But nonetheless, you're always trying to encroach in on 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 the male something. Like you just, you know what? The only one that I wouldn't encroach in is on Father's Day. I totally want you guys to have that. But all the other ones, like you know what I mean? Like no panty day should be like a no panty no brief day. Everybody go commando. Steak and blowjob day should just be like steak and head. Can I get some head and a steak? I'm a carnivore. I like to have my pussy eaten. What's the problem? Why can't I share in those things? I'm an anti-Valentine's Dayer, so can I get the, the, the follow-up day, please? Please. Why are you got to be so mean? Because I'm an asshole. No, you can't have it. <laughs> you can't have it. I can't let you get it. I, I got to stand up for men everywhere. I got to fall on the sword here. AJ, I love you to death, but you can't You can't have steak and blowjob day. You just can't do it. Yeah, fine. See All that right. I lose out on both because I'm not a Valentine's... Uh, I don't celebrate Valentine's like it's just not important to me. If, if you're, I'm with you're somebody, not gonna you're not gonna turn down some head on Valentine's Day though. Shit, I wouldn't turn down head at any point in time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that specifically on Valentine's Day, like you don't have to go out of your way to to get me a gift. If you feel like the next day you want to like get me a porterhouse, maybe a porterhouse is ambitious. But let's say if you want to share a porterhouse with me because we could do like the whole romantic steak for two kind of deal and a really nice bottle of wine. And then you want to give me some head? I'm so in support of that. I'm just saying. But you're I a hater. Pray. You don't want me to have nothing. It's okay. I pray. I pray for the man who uh, <laughs> who gets you, because um, that bastard is gonna have uh, uh, his hands fucking full. Um, oh. oh man, that is hilarious. But we do have another topic. We have an actual full discussion topic to talk about today. And uh this this is one and uh, you know, I don't get into names ever, but this is just something that recently happened around my circle of friends. Um so I, I had to get your thoughts on it. I also wanted to talk about it. But um what would you do, AJ? If you're browsing, looking through porn, whatever, and you happen to see one of your best friends, significant other, getting their back a blown out, like in, in a homemade porno by somebody who wasn't their spouse. So my first question would be, would this is this before or after the spouse? At, well, let's talk about both sides. After. So right now we're, we're going to talk about after. So if, if it was after, what would you do? Watch the porn, probably masturbate. <laughs> Knowing that it was after the, after they got married, you wouldn't say anything to your... No, I thought you meant like after they had broken up. Okay, so this is after. Oh, no, they're married. still married. Yeah, they're still married. Okay, so they're still married, and I'm seeing this porn. So then, my question would be, who's filming the porn? Because we don't know that her husband isn't the one who's filming it. Well, it could just be. I mean, you you've recorded yourself. It doesn't necessarily have to be third person recording it. I know, but I'm saying for me, that would be the question in my head. The first question would be like, is her husband the one that's recording this? Like, does he know what's going on? Um, would I say anything? I probably would because is he my friend or is she my friend? He's your friend. Okay. If he's my friend, I would definitely say something to him um, because of my love and respect for him and because of the nature of our friendship. And it wouldn't be anything um, malicious like, yo, guys, seeing your wife getting her ass tear out. But it wouldn't be one of those kind of things. It would be... <laughs> Are you laughing? <laughs> You're actually, yeah, I was laughing. Continue. It would be, it would be more like, um, you know, I, I need to talk to you about something. I want to bring something to your attention. You may or may not be aware of it, but I came across something. Um, it's a little concerning for me because, you know, she's your people and stuff like that. Um, whether you know or not, whether you're going to say anything or not, I feel like I just need to tell you so I know that I've said it and then I will move on 
whatever you choose to do with the information is whatever you choose to do with the information. Um, I would never assume that he doesn't know. And I would never not assume. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'd rather have the conversation with him and he say to me, yeah, yeah, no, I I was there. Or yeah, yeah, no, I know about that. Or yeah, we have an open relationship. Or what the fuck? What do you mean? I'd rather say it to him and let it play out for him however it needs to. Um, and, and we've talked about this before, like, cause that shit can backfire on you. Sometimes I lost a very good friendship because I brought, uh, to my girl's attention that her man was, there was some, some fishy business going on with him. We don't talk anymore because of that. She chose her husband, even though it shouldn't have been a, a choosing situation. That's what she, she felt was best for her. If that's the way that it ends up being, that's the way that it ends up being me in good conscience. I couldn't know that I seen something like that. And he's somebody that I love and care about and respect and not say something to him. And again, not from a place of being malicious, but you need to be aware of what's going on. Or are you aware of what's going on? If you say to me, yeah, I know. Cool. I'm going to go back and watch it and enjoy myself. (laughs) Um, If you say that, you know, if it's one of those, what the fuck, I didn't know kind of thing. um, Then I would say like, you need to have a conversation with your wife. Um, yeah, yeah. If it's something that she did before they got married, I don't know that it's, then it's neither here or there for me to tell him. I just, I think that the things that people do before they commit to a relationship, Mm -hmm. unless it's during like the serious courting phase, like if it was something that she did while they were engaged, that's the same as doing it while you're married, because the engagement is the intention to be married, which for all intents and purposes in some countries, it's legal, like it's still legal and binding, right? Um, but if it's something that she did before they got to that serious point, it shouldn't have any kind of effect or bearing, um, on their relationship. Like, I think that the things that people do in their explorative time when they're not in a solid or significant or committed relationship shouldn't have any bearing. Um, you have people who are married to porn stars. You have people who, um, you have men who are cuckold and enjoy seeing their, their woman with another man, um, and really don't care about that kind of thing. People live by different situations. Um, I would never judge it off the fact that, oh my God, she's on Pornhub. I'm, I'm looking at her, you know, (laughs) getting fucked. Um, I would rather have a conversation with him if they are already committed. Uh, and then if they're not, Honestly, I would just I would just keep scrolling past it. No, I'd probably watch it and, you know, make myself a little bit happy. Um, but it would be <laughs> something that I'd attention if they hadn't gotten to that point of serious commitment yet. Is this something that's actually happened? Uh, so similar. So I'm trying to because to, I don't know if they listen to the podcast or not. So um, I was I don't even and that's the thing. I don't watch porn. So I just happened to be checking out a porn site this random day. I don't even, I was bored. It just i just decided to do it for once um and i and i see this chick who looks just like my friend's wife who i was in their wedding and i'm like nah nah yes that's her that and i didn't even watch it but she has she had like a handful of videos on there i didn't even watch any of them i just couldn't bring myself to do it and so yeah it just it just made me think like what the entire fuck (laughs) (laughs) have you spoken to him not yet. I'm trying. I'm going to because I just feel like I battled back and forth for a while to see if I if I should even say anything because, like you said, it went through my mind like, what if he knows about this? What if this is something that they do together? What if this is how like I just I didn't want to make it weird, but then just at the off chance of it being it being something negative and like, and I was the one who found out and didn't bring it to his attention. I definitely have to. 
Yeah, no. Um, a, a friend of mine, um, he and his long-term partner, um, he provides cuckold services to couples. She's completely aware of it um, and is very much okay with it. Her philosophy is as long as you're bringing home a steady paycheck and as long as you're protecting yourself and being safe and as long as I know that you are coming home every night, do what you need to do. Whenever I talk to her, because I'm my friendship uh, started with him and then my friendship with her grew. And like I always say to her, you're good. I couldn't me. I, I don't know that I could do that. Like, I don't know that I could stomach knowing that he's out there, even if he only in, ever interacts with couples. I, I still. Yeah, that just I don't know. That's yeah, I don't uh, I don't like to share that way. I don't join that church. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah. So okay, enough of that. Like that, because I'm just uncomfortable thinking about it. So AJ, this week, I, I, yeah. I we get an email to our good old podcast email. I leave it alone. I go out of it. I don't check it or whatever. I send you a text. I'm like, did you see the email? All you say is yeah. Dot 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 dot. I go I go I go back to look at the email. It's gone. It magically reappears with you sending it to, the, to our email address. And I'm like, AJ is a sneaky one. Luckily, this one was not even about me for real this time. Thank God. But you just, the, the, the swiftness in which you move, AJ, I must say, like, you, you have, you have quite a talent there, ma'am. Um. You know what? Honestly, I saw it and I was like, shit, let me move it. And you know, I do my, I move to my personal account, then I delete it, and then I delete it from the deleted, and then I delete it from the sent. And then when you messaged me to say, did you see the email? I was like, fuck. shit oh damn he's seen it already and i'm like okay if he goes into our email um inbox he's gonna notice that it's gone fuck now i gotta send it back and then i'm like okay well it's gonna look suspect because now it's coming from my personal email and then you message me you're like did you delete (laughs) 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 oh i felt like a kid that went and stole a cookie and then you hear your mom be like you better not be in that cookie jar that's how i felt and i was dying dying laughing yeah yeah I, I, I sure felt like a parent who caught their their kid doing something they were was supposed to do i'm like my my agent my co-host like it god i love you i, I love you but since you decided you, know, you want to play he's going to be that way anytime there's an email that comes in i'm going to move it and then read it and then if it's decent i'll put it back but if it's something that's totally about you i'm sorry i'm keeping it no that's not how this works what are you talking about that's not how this works you don't get to to cue the emails and decide what Hayes gets to see or not it's better when you don't see them because then you can give a genuine unfiltered unprepared unadulterated response and that's what the people love that's not what the people love it is what the people love. No, the people love when we don't get any e- emails about Hayes. That's what the people love. A liar. You're, you're <laughs> an absolute liar. Fuck. Wow. 
That's like the biggest lie of 2018. That's you're an absolute liar. What they love that. Listen to me. I know everybody that listens, they are dying, dying with laughter, listening to how you have to sit there and squirm and take that. Yep. I know that with certainty. Not happening. Not happening anymore because I'm checking the email faithfully. No, you can't. There's nothing that comes in that regularly. This is a good one, though. This actually came from um, uh, a husband and wife team. With, uh, the wife was the one who sent it in on behalf of her and her husband. I was actually very, very happy about this email. I know you would. I knew That's why I, I, sent, I texted you and asked you if you saw it because I'm like, this is an AJ special right here. Um, oh, I was excited like i know people listen to us you know what i mean and and but this really let me know that people not only listen to us but they value what it is that we're actually saying and we're not just here kind of paying lip service as just another podcast or we're not just here just talking for the sake of talking like people are actually paying attention and and they value um they value what we say and they value they value our opinions so i think that that's a beautiful thing that actually really made me happy well read that beautiful email aj (laughs) okay uh dear aj and cj i want to thank you both for the hilarious and insightful product you put out every week i started listening with my husband and we both ended up laughing a lot but also walking away with things we want to try in the bedroom which brings me to my question. Listening to your podcast, my husband was open to letting me penetrate him anally. Yay! Oh, God. <laughs> all about the pegging. He said the experience was all right, but not something he would be interested in trying again. I, however, loved it, and the feeling of control I had turned me on. We are struggling to find a happy medium. Any suggestions? Have either of you run into similar situations where you love something sexually that your partner is just not open to? CJ. I also have to tell you, I have a little sister that I think would uh, uh, that you would love. Please e- email me if you would consider letting me hook you up. And this comes from, oh my goodness. See, I can't even say who it comes from because I deleted the original one. So I do apologize for that. Yes. Thank you very much for sending in um, that email. Truly appreciate it. And I am so very happy that um, the discussions about pegging and um, the male G-spot and all that sort of stuff was able to help you and your husband um, open up a little bit more sexually and, and to try something new. Um, I think it's it's something that shouldn't be taken off the table in terms of negotiations. And I know it can be a little uncomfortable if maybe like a not enough lube was used or uh, if you used um, some sort of a pegging device, um, if it was maybe a little bit too big. Uh, I would always suggest to start off with something a little smaller in terms of a plug um fingers are always a good thing you know they're easier to massage in terms of the lubrication you start off with one um and then when your partner is comfortable enough and you allow him to tell you when to go then you would insert a second one um the thumb is always a little bit bigger than um the regular fingers so you could always try that um i would suggest that maybe to have it as something that you do once a month not as a regular occurrence but regular enough that for you in terms of the um the pleasure of being in control that that's still that you're still able to satisfy that need but it's also not something that is necessarily being forced on him or is um overly intrusive in terms of what he is willing to do or not to do i think that intimately you know there's kind of the regular everyday things that you do in terms of making love in terms of fucking in terms of having sex um but i think that there are some things that that should be negotiated or um 
that you have some sort of an agreement about in terms of the balance of give and take. Um, and there should never be like a, you know, a, a hard argument about it. If, if he is adamant and has said, you know what, I have tried it. I don't like it. I'm not interested in trying it again. Um, you can try having a, a second gentle conversation with him about it in terms of how much it pleased you and how much it helped to open up your desires and how much it helped you, um, help to put you in a different space in terms of exploring boundaries and, and what have you. It may be a situation where you need to give on something that he's interested in trying um, just to help kind of balance it out that way. But if you can come to an agreement where, you know, once a month, that's something that you work on together as a couple in terms of building his level of comfort with it, that would be my best suggestion in, in, in that particular situation um, in terms of meeting your own needs, but also not forcing your desires on him, but more of like a healthy negotiation between the two of you. Well, I mean, I have nothing to add to this <laughs> particular topic because I just, You're so I, anti I, yeah, I, I, yeah, for myself, I mean, I'm all for people doing what they enjoy, but for me, I, I just, I have nothing, no insight to give on this one. I mean, hats off to him for trying that uh, with his wife and hats off to the, to her to want to feel like she has some type of control and, and to be turned on by that. But uh, yeah, I'm all for couples doing what they do. I'm just, I have nothing else to say about that. See, but you said that you have no personal experience. You know that we can change that, right? No, we can't. Cause I, I'm good on that. But how do you know you're good on it? If you've never tried it, you might find that you actually really, I will never know. <sighs> just a small plug. You just insert a very no, small plug. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. No, not <laughs> Not going to happen, man. I'm sorry. What? Seriously? <laughs> Why are you so against it? Because it's not happening. But how do you know that you would not enjoy You know we're forever going to have this conversation. I get it. I know. I've accepted at this point that literally you're probably going to be asking. We're, this is going to pop up throughout the, the lifespan of this podcast. But I will continue Wait, to tell I you no. I think for our one year anniversary, <laughs> I think for our one year anniversary, <clears throat> we need to do a, a pegging episode. No, I mean, we can, but I'm just, I'll, I'll let Nick come on and be your co-host then. Oh my God. If you get Nick and I together with you in a room, you're definitely getting pegged. Oh, that's not happening. I, mean, we, we can, I can definitely get you two in a room together but you're still not no i'm not getting paid come on we could do the electrodes and we could do um a mm -hmm. very small no you're no fun i'm a lot of fun yeah. just not with that if that's your idea of fun then i will forever be the most boring person in in, <laughs> in history I, you know, I'm going to pick your brain. I'm going to continue to pick your brain because I really want to know why you're so anti trying it. I'm just going to try it. But how do you know if it's not something you've ever done? How do you, you know, know what you else? Would? You know what else? I, I don't, I, I, I don't, I've never licked the back of a porcupine, but I'm damn sure not going to do it to just find out if I like it or not. I'm not doing it. Really? That's, not doing that's it. That's the analogy that you're giving, really? I'm just Licking saying. I'm not doing it. Okay. All right, so back to <laughs> back to the email. Um, the last part. So there was a question for me in there. What was what was that question exactly? 
Oh, she has a she has a little sister, and when she says little, I mean there's no um, there's no age that's posted on in terms of how little is little. But she has a little sister. If you were interested in getting to know her, um, she has asked that you email her, and if you would consider letting her hook you up with her little sister. So I think that we should respond and say yes. Hayes is interested in um, going on a blind date. And we need to get that set up. This is the year of blind dates for you and getting you out in the dating world. I am so all about this for 2018. So do you want to email respond to her and tell her yes or should I? Okay, great. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not. No, it's not happening. I'm not. I am not going on any blind dates. I'm okay. not going to set myself up because nobody wants my ass. So we're not Great. going to even so go down I'm gonna there. I'm going to reply to Shantae <laughs> and tell her, yes, CJ would very much like your, your sister's number. And uh, you can email it to him and he will give her a call. I'm not doing it. Yeah, you are. I'm not calling no one. I'm not doing it. Oh, my God. We agreed. 2018, you were going to come out of the bubble of oblivion, stop the fucking hand clapping with the nobody wants my ass bullshit, and we are going to try dating. That is what we agreed on for 2018. You really just, you know, honestly, I feel like you enjoy raising up my blood pressure because I, I just, I. <sighs> it's not going to happen, player. It's not going to happen. Okay, so I'm going to respond to her and tell her, yes, we are very interested in having Hayes. Talk to your your sister. Well, and... I'm not, you're gonna call it. Then you better have a voice changer to make your voice pretty good. Because I'm not doing that shit. You are such a jerk. <laughs> Why must you be like that? What if she's drop dead gorgeous? Has a fat ass. Has all the qualities that you're looking for in a woman. Has perfect feet. Pretty hands. Pretty as can be. Like an intelligent and all of that. What then? How do you know you're like? How do you know you're not sabotaging yourself and missing out on opportunities to hang out with really great women because you'd rather do the fucking hand clapping? Hello, I'm good. Avec you, avec... Oh my gosh. Okay. You know, I'm honestly, good. I think we need to make a trip to Cleveland or Columbus like in the next couple of weeks because you and I clearly need to have a face-to-face conversation. Well, whatever. Whatever. I'm not. I mean, first you don't even know what city I live in because you said Cleveland, which Cleveland sucks. Um, but secondly, I mean, if you come here, that's fine. We'll have a lot of fun. But you're still not making me go out on blind dates. It wouldn't be a blind date. You'd have a conversation with her before you go out with her. I'm not having conversations. Why are you being difficult right now? Seriously. Listen, listen. I'm on cloud nine right now. You know my major win today. You already know. I had I had a major breakthrough for me. You're trying to get me to go from one. To 150. All right. All right. I give you that one. I I, I give you that one. I will go slow, but I'm still going to email her and let her know that, yes, you would be interested and you can call back or call her or contact her at your leisure. You did. You absolutely did great today. And I would hug you and pat you on the back. You absolutely did great today. And I'm very proud of you, but it just shouldn't stop there. Like it can't be just, okay, well, yeah, I did one. I'm good. That's my quota for the year. It doesn't work that way. I don't know. That was a pretty big get for me. I, I completely agree. I absolutely agree. But it's also February 13th. You've got another 10 months, friend. No, I'm good. I'm good. Please stop telling me that you're good. I'm good. I'm good. You know what? Um, if I average one every every six months, that's a win. You're on crack. What? Listen, so listen. 
difference in between you can complain about how nobody wants you while people are trying to fling draws and poom poom at you left, right, and center? Listen, Listen to me, please. Who's trying to flame poom poom at me? Who? <laughs> who? Because I, I need to know who this was. <laughs> I swear to God, I hate you. Oh my God. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm not calling nobody's name live on air while we're talking. You and I will talk about that off air, but don't like, oh. Okay, can we just go on to the questions, please? I can't take the aggravation and upset right now. Really and truly, Mikyambada. Mikyambada. <laughs> Thank you very much for sending in the email. I will I will respond to your email, but uh, I, we appreciate you sending in the email. Um, we appreciate the feedback, and I'm hoping that the suggestions help you and your husband kind of navigate some of that stuff in the bedroom. And moving on to questions. <laughs> CJ. You know what? I quit podcast. I, I don't know if you saw my Twitter post now, but I retired from podcasting today. So um, this is I'm just, sorry. yeah, I, reti- I retired from podcasting. You got to check out your boy's Twitter. So I, I retired. That's impossible. Nobody's, a, no, nobody's here for that. And nobody's accepting that. And with the major announcement that we have coming, you're full of shit. But okay. The Did major announce the major announcement is I'm retiring my penis also. Ugh, really? Really? You got women tingling from twenty years ago. You think that's gonna help you? Stop the crazy. <laughs> Look, Stop the crazy. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of this twenty years ago thing. Regin, I'm not the one who sent the email, eh? The girl the girl who sent the email, she's clearly not tired. If she's still jonesing for it after twenty years, you have some <laughs> real magical what is it what is um fifty cent the magic stick? Yes, that that that's the song you need to play today. The magic stick. That is you. The golden penis. <laughs> no, no, it's nothing golden about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Haze. Anyway. <laughs> Are you ready to get into questions? <laughs> oh, God, my head. Okay, yes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, I'm here with you. I'm here. All right. So, what kind of things do you feel need to be discussed before going from a dating from dating to an official relationship? Um, I think there needs to be a conversation for sure about exclusivity Mm -hmm. Um, just in terms of who you and I are sleeping with have been sleeping with and how those physical relationships are going to conclude I think there definitely needs to be a conversation about maybe the depth of some of those relationships because they may not just be um, physically based there may be emotional ties to those individuals and whether or not you or I are comfortable continuing those interactions, even if they're not sexually based. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you always run the risk. Like you and I decide to be exclusive. I was dating Tom also, you know, for six months. Um, And Tom and I had a sexual relationship, but we also have an emotional connection you and I have been dating for longer. We've now decided that we want to be exclusive and take it to the next step. Um, I would expect there to be a concern about my emotional attachment to Tom and maybe concerns about whether or not there would be a relapse sexually or intimately if I were to see Tom or go hang out with Tom. 
Um, I think in situations like that, I know we had talked about uh, cutting people off if it makes your spouse uncomfortable or if it makes the person that you're with uncomfortable. Um, <clears throat> but I, I think part of what we discussed is, you know, if, if it was a situation where this is somebody that you used to, used to sleep with, like, you know, 5, 10, 15 years ago, it should be irrelevant. If it's somebody that you're sleeping with, like in the last six months, those kind of relationships, I think, are more necessary to cut off because I don't know that Tom is going to be as willing to let go as as you know I would be let's say and and I don't know that he would be respectful of the fact that I am now in a relationship and he cannot have access to me um so in cases like that I think that there definitely needs to be a conversation about limits and cutoffs of people that you were emotionally and intimately involved with those are my two okay okay as far as me um I would say that it, it needs to be mutual. Uh, you, you definitely need to understand what what do you guys both want out of official relationship versus just dating because there are it's it's different. It's a new world, but I think a lot of people go into it not really knowing what the other one expects from an official relationship. Mainly men. I, I would I'm just gonna talk about from my sex point of view, but um, I think that sometimes that women have different expectations than men do. Um, going going officially but men don't really think of it that way they don't really think enough about before they say okay we're official to know what they're getting into and that's when you run into a lot of conflict later so i would say that a big part of that would have to be okay what is it that you how do you see relationships what do you expect out of an official relationship on both sides yes you're absolutely right so if you were if you were okay so i'll, I'll use you and i as an example so you and i have decided that we are going to be exclusive and we've agreed on the terms of, of what that looks like. Um, if there was somebody that you knew that I was involved with in the last six months that I had a very close, physical, intimate, and emotional relationship with, would you want me to no longer speak to that person? Um, No, I wouldn't. What about you? You meaning that you would be okay if I continue talking with him? Um, I mean, it just depends. Like, I guess it depends on what I want out of a first relationship. Um. Because to me, I don't, I don't expect anyone to change their life. Um, but if I know I'm not, and that's that's why I don't date because I I date for a purpose. I, I like to date if well as far as an official relationship, it, with the goal of us being together permanently. Um, so I guess in that sense, I would look at it a little different. But if I'm just talking to you and we're just dating with no real expectations of living together, having kids, like none of that, then I don't give a fuck what you do still. I just don't. Okay. That's so just me. If, if we have agreed that we are working towards a long-term committed relationship, we want to have at least one child together. We've decided that both of us are going to move out of our respective places and purchase a home together. So these are the long-term commitments that we had made. Okay. With that in okay. mind, would you then want me to no longer communicate with Tom knowing that I had an emotional and, and physical relationship with him and that he's still wants to continue that oh well yeah he has to go if he still wants to continue he got to get the fuck out like uh okay. like yeah he has to go and if and if you feel or if there's any hesitation for you cutting that relationship then that just tells me we don't need to be having an official relationship absolutely i, I agree for me personally if, it, if the situation was reversed um and we had like maybe just even we had decided that you know what within the next two months we're gonna move in together we're gonna like leave our individual places and we're gonna get a place together that's ours uh and be in that space and build a life together yeah any woman that you were intimate with before that or had that kind of deep connection with you can't continue that and i say that because honestly like i know that men are really dodgy and shady 
But women, just based on the sheer numbers, like in terms of our ratios of women to men and women always looking for a husband and they're content to be the side chick and all that other bullshit. I'm not trying to fuck around with nobody like that. I'm not trying to have to go kill a bitch like straight. So either you did that or we're going to have a problem. And I know that people always want to believe that, oh, but we're just friends. You know, we can be friends. We've agreed that we're going to be friends. It doesn't work out that way. It really and truly. If you guys want to be friends and talk on the phone and have like appropriate conversation, I don't mind. But if it's one of those always where she's going to be like, oh, when are you going to come see me? When are we going to hang out? Or when you do see her, she's always trying to like be a little handsy or a little flirtatious. Or if you and I are together and you see her and she's trying to pass her place a little bit, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, I agree with that. And that, that, that kind of speeds in and we're kind of rolling to the next question. That is what kind of conversation needs to be had before moving in with the person you're dating. So, I mean, I know you pretty much touched on that a little bit in what you said, but is there anything else you want to add on it? Um, I think it's always good to set up house rules and, and not that they can't be like adjusted or what have you. Like, I know that um, when my ex and I, when we moved in together, like it's going to sound like a strange thing. I, I don't put out the garbage and mm-hmm. I don't put out the recycling. It's just not something that I do. I will do it if I have to, if he's not around, but in terms of like our household responsibilities that can't be one of mine because it's just never going to get done however i will i am that person that will do like all the laundry i will fold all the i will wash and fold sort all the laundry and don't put the laundry away if you're waiting for me to put the laundry away it's just never going to get there i'll put the towels and the sheets away but everything else i'm just not doing it but when it comes to cooking i will do all the cooking i will wash the dishes i will clean um, like the kitchen, I will keep the bedroom clean and, and that kind of stuff. I'm even that woman that will get up in the morning and like make breakfast for you before you go to, to work and, and pack a lunch for you just because that's just me. That's just what I do. Um, but those other two things are, are I would say they're 90% non-negotiable. I, I'm not putting out the garbage or the recycling and I'm not putting away the laundry. So it, those are just my things. But setting up house rules in terms of how the house responsibilities are going to be divided, I think is really important. Definitely talking about how um, bills and household financial responsibilities are going to be divided up or taken care of. That is an absolute must. Um, I definitely am in favor of setting up I believe that people should have two accounts when they're in a relationship. They should have a personal account where they have their own play money. And then there should be a joint account that is the household responsibilities money that shouldn't be touched for anything other than these are the this is the money that goes towards anything, um, excuse me, for the house and anything that we want to do just in terms of, excuse me, a couple or a family unit in the future like house money um family money should go into that joint account but you should also have like your frivolous spending money in in a personal account if you want to buy a pair of shoes you don't have to worry about paying the phone bill you know what i mean yeah it's, um it, i agree with that as well like I, I had it set up to where um well we had it set up to where all of our money went into one account except 10 percent. we each had our own individual accounts with that that went into and that way yes. it allowed us it allowed us and she had access to my account and I had access to hers, but we we really didn't go into that because if I wanted to get her and surprise her with a gift, I, it came out of my account or vice versa. So yeah. while while she had access, if she needed to, if I said, hey, I need you to I'm at work, I need you to transfer such and such money over from my account to cover this bill. Can you do that for me? Like she had access. There was nothing hidden there, but there was an understanding that, OK, I have my 10 percent. You have your 10 percent. Whatever you do with that, that's on you. Just don't go, it don't yes. bother the bill money and vice versa. I think that that I think that that helps a lot. I think that a lot of couples get so caught up in everything going into one kitty, and and that works for a lot of people. My parents did it like that. But when you separate, when you have the bill money in one, and then you both have an allowance, and it doesn't have to be 
ten percent, but whatever you can afford to to split between the the two of you, it leaves a lot of uh, it t- eliminates a lot of space for back and forth. There are a lot of problems with hey, you don't know how to manage money. That's your five percent. Mm-hmm. That's your ten percent. Once you spend that, that's on you. But but yeah. at least I know once you do spend that, it's not affecting our bills. It doesn't affect the way that we live at all. Yes. I, I never want to come home and flip the light switch and the lights are not on. I never want to hear somebody say to me, oh, babe, I meant to pay it. But, you know, I, ha- I I don't want to hear any excuses. I want to open my fridge and know that there's food in there. I want to turn on the lights and know that they come on. I want to turn on the tap and know that there's hot water coming out of it. You know what I mean? I want to turn on the TV and know that the cable bill, like, I, I want to be comfortable in my life and reassured that those things are taken care of because it's a priority and we, we, our monies have gone towards that as a priority. I have my five or my 10%. If I want to spend that on bubble gum and then all my money's gone, that's on me as, as long as it's not coming out of what's meant for the house. That is, that is an imperative conversation. It really, really and truly is. I'm also a firm believer that um, when you've decided to move in together, do not move into one or the other person's space. Leave where you live collectively, leave both your places and get a space that is yours, meaning it's for the both of you. There's no one person that can dominate say, well, this is my house. Get the fuck out. Give me back my keys. Don't never put yourself in a position where someone can pop style on you and tell you to come out of their place, knowing that you have nowhere to go because you left your place. The two of you need to leave where Uno live and get one collective space that is for both of you. It, it becomes our space. Not babe, you've moved into my home or babe, I've moved into your home. None of that. None of that. None of that. None of that. That shit never works because at some point in time, and and I'd like to believe that people are better than this, but people can be really petty. At some point in time, somebody is going to turn around and say, well, this is my house. I can do what I want. Oh, that would be the quickest way to get me to move out and never live with you again. But you know I, that that shit happens. This is my house. Never. You can't tell me what to do. But I'm not here for that. And that's why I always say if, if people decide that they're going to move in together, don't move into one place or the other place. Leave where Uno live and get one place together that is both of yours, that you've gone in on together that is 50-50. So one person can't put out the next person and the next person can't put out the first person. Nobody can put anybody out because the space is jointly owned. Exactly. I, I agree with that as well. And like, and I guess some people make it make it look um make it work the other way around but it's always a good thing to make sure both your names are on the lease i'm just saying like and 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 of course you never want to go in expecting that you never want to go in expecting and having the expectation that your significant other is going to kick you out or pull that this is my house shit but just in case because you never know how shit's going to go let's say you guys break up six months into the lease and it's just in their name and they can legitimately kick you out now you're out on the street you just got to always cover yourself like i said don't necessarily try to look at it negatively but just just cover yourself that's all i'm gonna say i have boys i have kids and i would never want my kids to be in a situation like that absolutely it's it's if if you think about it like um there's, there's a probationary period in anything that you do. Like any, I, I think like any sort of work that you do, there's, there's always a probationary period or there's like a trial period. When you get a new product, you've got, you know, a trial period, whether it's seven days or 30 days. When you get a job, there's a probationary period. When you, you know, whatever it is. Um, 
I, I try to look at it from a, as much as it's a relationship, try to also look at it from a business and practical standpoint. Yeah. At any point in time in that first six months, really and truly, anything can happen. People always forget, and I don't know if it's a, a global saying or just a West, a West Indian saying, to see me and to live with me is two different things. You can be all happy and euphoric in love and you can say, oh, well, you know, I'm at his house five out of seven days or he's at my house you know, six out of seven days, it's not the same thing as living with a person where you're never going home because that is your home. There's there's no, you have no option to, yeah, you always have the option to go other places, but you know what I mean? Like you don't have the option to turn your key in somebody else's lock because there is no other lock. The lock that you're turning the key in belongs to you, belongs to her, the two are uno live there, you know? Um, you have to, what is it to say? Is it plan for the worst and hope for the best? Is that is that the way that it goes? Plan I for believe the, so. No, I think it's plan for the worst and hope for the best. You never want to expect that the worst is going to happen, but you also have to safeguard yourself in the event that something does happen. It's like saying that you're not going to have any kind of savings and just, you know, you're kind of live it out day to day. Even if it's a, a $5 that you have saved aside for a bus ticket, you need to have something set aside in the event of anything. It's like when you go and you travel and you're traveling with friends, never expect that things are going to work out on the road trip. Always have VEX money in case you have to take the bus and go back home. Anything could happen. And it's not to say, like you said, it's not to say that you're sitting down praying, you know, on the bad things or focusing on the bad things or, you know, trying to bring the bad things to fruition. It has nothing to do with that. But until you know the ins and outs of, of how that relationship is going to work on a day-to-day 24 hour a day never go anywhere else because this is where the both of us live type of basis you have to have some practical sense about it and and give yourself a probationary period to see how things mesh and mingle absolutely i couldn't have said it better myself sage advice from the lovely miss bad <laughs> badass murder pussy jones um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Why did you have to bring that up? You see when I tell you things? You oh, no. You want to talk about my golden dick? No, we're talking about the murder oh. pussy. Um, nonetheless. I don't know, you know what is wrong with it, but you seen that when I said to you, right? He's like, fuck, if I found out that you were a serial killer, I wouldn't even care because I'd still have to get up in that pussy. Like, what? Come on, man. Murder oh. pussy. Nonetheless. Murder pussy. Don't. murder pussy so that has this is this has been a great episode of love us a badass so i i was gonna ask a couple more questions but i i, I love that laugh let's just go ahead and end it there we're gonna have a fun episode next week because i already have the topic i think planned and it's gonna throw miss jones for a loop i'm probably gonna get a blood clot out of her next week but miss <laughs> <laughs> jones tell the people where they can find us Oh gosh, um, I am on Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. Uh, we're also on Instagram at LLBAS. Please follow us. Anything that you post where you tag us, you can use the hashtag LLBAS. We are on Twitter at LoveLustMBAS. Please follow us. And if you want to email us questions, concerns, topics, subjects, just to tell us how much you're enjoying or not enjoying, uh, anything that you'd like for us to cover, um, you can reach us at LoveLustMBAS at Yahoo.com. 
Um, Alrighty. Well, Miss Jones, as always, <laughs> I'd like to thank you. I'm CEO Hayes. You can follow me at CEO H A I Z E. Thank you to all the people who've been reaching out to us individually, together, whatever, and just talking about this. But this podcast is turning into something amazing, and I can't wait to see what the rest of 2018 has in store for us. We're only two months. And not even two full months into the into the year so far, and we've already seen tremendous growth. I just want to thank everyone, and it's crazy because I went to check our uh, iTunes reviews. I think one day last week, and I think we had one. I checked it this morning, and we we have seven. So I mean, it's 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 just growing all over the place. It took me seriously. I think it took me almost six months to get to seven with the Awakened Soul. So I mean. This has just been an amazing time. It, 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 I, I have a lot of fun with this podcast. I'm glad, glad you guys get um, some knowledge out of it as well as some laughs. We, we try to encompass everything here like that. Uh, the email that we got from Shante as well said, you know, I just I love hearing things like that. Just keep them coming. Reach out to us. It doesn't always have to be questions. You can literally send us an email just telling us to keep up the good work or something you enjoyed on the podcast. And we read that as well. It doesn't always have to be questions. Um, I just I love getting that feedback from um, from our listeners. So thank you for that. Definitely. All righty. Well, Mrs. Jones, until next yes, week, uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day is tomorrow. So let's just say one more time fuck Valentine's Day. Book fuck Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day to anybody who truly loves it and celebrates it. Absolutely. Absolutely. To those lovers who are out there celebrating and getting their nights away from the kids, hats off to you. More power to you. Enjoy that time away. But when I say fuck Valentine's Day, it's more about uh, our society turning into a, a money draw rather than the time spent spend that time with your loved one that that's an amazing definitely spend that listen to love lust and badass so why you guys spend that time together, try so. pegging while you're doing it valentine's day is a great day to peg just saying just get some head adios people <laughs> <laughs>